Welcome everyone to the Weird World Podcast. Today, oh by the way, I'm Dean. I'm Erin. I'm Carrie. And I'm Rachel. Yes, Rachel is back. They tell me her name is Rachel, but I'm a little disbelieving because we haven't seen her in many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> about 17 years she's been away from the, the home. 17, Carrie? No. She's a 45-year-old mother of two. Um, <laughs> no, we have Rachel back to actually lead this episode yes. about a pretty interesting, very nuanced mystery. It's still unsolved mystery. Yeah, In fact, still unsolved was on, to this day. Was famously on the second season of Unsolved Mysteries, the reboot on Netflix. And we are going to learn much more than what was just on that episode, aren't we? We are. Yes. yes, we are. So? I thought I was going to be able to take a snooze during this one, because um, I know rude. it all. So many things <laughs> wrong with that statement, but uh, okay, so go ahead. But now I'm going to pay attention, because I'll learn something oh, good, new. Oh, good, Yeah. Yeah, so don't yeah. sleep during our podcast. Great, Carrie, thanks. You're going to uh, learn today. Nice. <laughs> take it away, Rachel. Okay, so we are going to talk about the unsolved mystery of the death of Jack Wheeler. Never heard of him. All right. <laughs> Never? Okay. She's lying. Joking, I have, because I saw the Unsolved Mysteries. Our mystery starts at Cherry Island Landfill in Wilmington, Delaware, December 31st. What year? 2010, I think? 2010. December 31st. Oh, the last day of 2010. Okay. Mm-hmm. Date on your timeline. I've, I've literally <laughs> just wrote that down. I'm yeah. starting my timeline right now. All right. Oh, she knows all about your timelines, Dean. Okay. Yes. The body of a middle-aged man was found in Cherry Island Landfill on December 31st, 2010, at 5.56 in the morning. The man was wearing black pants, a white shirt, a black garment covering his torso area, as well as a West Point military class of 66 ring, and had no obvious injuries. So the garment isn't specified, so it could be a corset. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have to assume it was. No, I believe it's it's a hoodie, right? It's a sweater? Well, yeah, it wasn't, like, obvious at Uh, the first sighting of the body. It's just a black garment was over his torso. Oh, okay. Um, So we're going to choose to to think of it as a corset until proven mm -hmm. otherwise. Yeah. Wait a second. He was wearing it, or it was draped over him? Yeah. Was it snatched, cinched for the gods? he was wearing it. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And the body was identified to be 66-year-old former White House aide John P. Wheeler III, or as he was known and referred to mostly, Jack Wheeler. So they identified his body very quickly. The same day. Was it the ring? It was the ring. It's by a missing report, missing person maybe? Was there, was he? No. Oh, really? No, they called his wife and she and his stepdaughter went to the police headquarters to identify the body. Yeah, but how did they that day. identify the body to call his wife? It was the ring and okay. some other. He was very well known in the area, too. Oh, okay. So and some so landfill operator quickly. goes, oh, my God, I think that's Jack Wheeler. Because well, he's in Delaware, so he'd have... Okay. to the area. They'd say, I think that's Jack Wheeler. I'm <laughs> reckon. Because in Delaware, you know, they speak just like this. They were born in 1900. Carrie it did some very quick math right there. Yeah. And That's just weird. You, wait, you think he's born in 1900, so you think he's 110 years old when they found his body? You want me to tell oh. you his birthday? 
Oh, I was thinking 1966. No, like I, pr- I, I graduated no. from the thingy. <laughs> I, I choose to, to, to believe that Carrie thought he was 110. I need to keep a timeline. If I kept a timeline, I would have written down 2010 Good and not forgotten. Point. It. I have it right mm-hmm. here. So yeah, mm-hmm. someone's keeping a timeline. Mm. Someone's obviously <laughs> not right. because someone thinks 110 year olds run around <laughs> landfills. How embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so quick little life background on Jack Wheeler. He graduated high school in 1962, voted most likely to succeed. Goodness. Graduated Mm. Hampton High School. And 66, he graduated the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. He was a distinguished graduate. So that was the class ring that he was wearing. Okay. Um, It's probably a big, giant, overly jeweled. Yeah, it was very distinctive. It was, like, very obvious when they saw the body, they saw the ring. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't something that they could miss. In 1969, he graduated Harvard Business School with an MBA. Did they really call it Harvard Business School? Business. (laughs) I actually believe back then they did indeed call it Harvard (laughs) Business School. (laughs) I'm fairly sure they did. I mean, they changed it more recently, but back You haven't seen me in 17 years, and this is how you treat me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, if if you're allergic to say Business School... He could have mispronounced it any other way. <laughs> We're not going to just not comment on that. <laughs> no, not business. I mean. <laughs> you need a minute there, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> My chair is creaking when I laugh. Yeah, Sorry. I have a business. <laughs> he, was, he was good at business. Go ahead. After he graduated Harvard... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the church giggles. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He no. received orders to go to Vietnam. Oh, no. He was a Vietnam veteran. Yeah. Nam. Mm-hmm. Yikes. You'll be glad to know he saw no combat. Oh. He had a relatively easy tour. Whew, so he lived. That's yeah. good. He yeah. lived. He made it. <laughs> but he did lose some friends over there. Oh, I'll betcha. Yeah, he had yeah. a lot of fights with them that falling out for <laughs> several people. Yeah. And in 1975, he got his Juris Doctor from Yale Law School. Hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. A Yaley, eh? Yes. And he went on to hold several positions of power around federal, local government. He was a Pentagon staffer. He was a high-ranking official in Securities and Exchange Commission, special assistant to Secretary of the Air Force. Uh, he was a White House aide during both Reagan and Bush administration. Bush one. Daddy probably. Bush or Baby Bush? Probably. Yeah. Well, Daddy, I'm probably Daddy Bush. Yeah. yeah Daddy okay. Bush. Daddy Bush. Since there was... Con- yeah. He was also, because of his time in Vietnam, he chaired uh, the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Fund. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, pretty quintessential in the erection of the Vietnam Memorial. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, pretty instrumental in making sure that they got the money to make that and that they built it the way that it is. Let the record show that Aaron snickered at the word erection. <laughs> Fourteen. <laughs> so he he was a, I mean, he was a consummate Washington D.C. insider, well yeah. connected, yes. had some pretty significant posts. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, he was someone in the news occasionally. Yeah, he and he was, you know, very helpful and very about giving back and helping people. He was also the CEO of the Vietnam Children's Fund, and he helped build uh, 51 schools in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
Uh, he was also a CEO of a Hearing Health Foundation and CEO of Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Hmm. You saying CEO for those things? Yeah, CEO. Okay. And he helped guide Macy's out of bankruptcy, apparently. <laughs> really? Yes. Tidbit over here. Yes, I have collected have a varied career. He does, yeah. yeah. But it's mostly, but it was security and finance, yes. financial, and yeah, that's true. Mostly along those lines. But I didn't. He also have something to do with like cybersecurity. That's more. That was the later half okay. of All his right. career. Right. The later part of his career in uh, 2005 to 2008. That's when he was the special assistant to the Secretary of the Air Force. Hmm. And as of uh, 2009, he was a special consultant in cybersecurity with the Meter Corporation. I'm not sure how to say that. How is it? How's it spelled? M-I-T-R-E. Uh, yeah, Meter. Yeah, I would guess. Or Miter. Miter. Yeah. Oh, wait. M-I-T-R-E. M-I. Oh, yeah, you're right. It could be Miter. So, Miter Corporation. Let's do, let's do that. At some point during uh, the episode that I just watched again today, uh, someone said, like, he thought outside of the box before there was a box. Like, Ooh, people just saying his praises. and It makes even less sense than the phrase, think outside the box, yeah. which never made sense. It yeah. never will. But I like it. It still yes. sounds good. Gotta Very buzzy. That phrase. Very buzzy. But. He, he, you know what he did? He saw paradigm shifts. Yes. That's what he did. Let's get that. <laughs> and he did it all Disruption. while having... Yeah. Bipolar disorder. Yeah. Good for him. Uh-huh. I mean, I mean was, not good for him. They have bipolar disorder. Yeah. He was uh, he was on medication too, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was very well known. It wasn't something that he hid. Well, that's good too because I could see somebody in that position. It, yeah. 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 Especially in a security position. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. In the military. And, yeah. But it was very openly discussed in every article and uh, <sighs> the unsolved mysteries episode. And it know. was. They would no. have sensationalized that being... If he hit it. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it would have, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kept a secret. John Parsons Wheeler III was born December 14th, 1944, not 1900. <laughs> Thank you for that. In Laredo, Texas, to Janet and John Wheeler, who was an army colonel known as Big Jack. Big Jack. Oh, yeah. Jack. He was married to Catherine Cleese, K-L-Y-S-E. For 13 oh. years. It was both of their second marriages. So he had a pair of twins from his first marriage named John Parson Wheelers IV and Catherine Marie Wheeler. And then he basically adopted her daughters, uh, Bird and Merriweather. Bird yeah. and Merriweather. B-Y-R-D and okay. Merriweather. Amazing. going to steal that name. That's a huh. good name. It's, it's, a, it's a very strong name. And uh, you know, she y says too. he yeah. treated them like... His own kids. They called him dad. And well, how old were they? I mean, they'd only been married they were, for 13 years. I think years. they were young were they teens little? when they got married. Yeah, I they believe. were teens. They're oh. Grown okay. now. Yeah, they weren't little kids now. No. Um, he also had a brother, Robert, who died before he did. And apparently he and his wife first bonded over their shared knowledge and being fans of ballet choreographer George Balachine. Mm, that old story. That's... Yes. Huh. His There's wife says of, he yeah. was a soldier who loves ballet. I just thought how lucky I was. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But so Jack's death was very sudden, very shocking for everyone in his life, especially being found in a landfill. Yeah. You know, there was rampant speculation. So um, the landfill 
led to immediate speculation that it's some kind of a hit. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's where mobsters put their, their victims. Yeah. yeah. His How do you get night. to that landfill? Yeah. Uh, usually the body is a great place to dump a body. Immediately, yeah. Fox News, you know, other media basically speculated that his death was a professional hit job. Yeah. And his family agreed, too, because, you know, they all figured where he was found... He was never supposed to be found. That's where you dump bodies that, you know... Are never seen again. Yeah, that are never seen again. They're, they disappear. That's such a random place So how to find them in the yeah, middle of he, all that garbage. Found? How did the... Was yeah, it a, a I think he was landfill just, worker? A just, landfill worker yeah. happened upon him. Just spotted him. He's on... Dumping yeah. uh, his truck in the huh. landfill. Yeah. It's like, what the hell was that? And Called he, the cops mm. and... Yikes. They, you know, yeah. took stock of the situation. They saw the ring. So, wait, they're just assuming that his body was dumped at the landfill versus yes. initially being yeah. dumped in a dumpster. Yes. Initially, they're, they're, I mean, which makes sense. The first thought is we found a body yeah. in the landfill. It was dumped there okay. purposely. Yeah. His family basically said, oh, it's a miracle we even found the body. And, you know. And he had the, the background like again, cybersecurity. Yes. He was in the private enterprise now by this point for a long time, but he had a background. But he'd been in government, federal government, local government. He'd been, you know, doing it all, and he was very high profile. Yeah, especially because of his many foundations. Russians. <laughs> all right. Oh, North Koreans. And this landfill was about six miles from where he lived in, in Delaware. Yes. This landfill was in Delaware, correct? Yes. And well, he lived in Delaware. Delaware. Okay. Yes, he commuted all over the place and he had multiple houses. Okay, yeah. So after finding his body and taking away, they searched the landfills for clues and found nothing. Like I said, he was identified the same day and they called the police in Newcastle. That's where his house was. Okay. In Delaware. And that day, Newcastle police were already en route to his house for a possible burglary. Oh. That very same day. Mm -hmm. So he has found, I think he said 5.56 in the morning. So Nine. 9.56. So he's 9. found in the morning. 9.56 in the morning. And there'd already been a burglary. Uh, so I presumably the, the day before or that, the day There'd been the report of a possible burglary at his house oh, that day. That, that, that morning? That's how they uh, made it seem. They didn't put a okay. date to it, huh. but that's you know, how they so made it So that must have been, okay, we'll get back to that. Uh-huh. And this is a house that he had because he inherited it from his late brother. Oh. But he regularly communicated between D.C., New York, Wilmington. He, you know, was always kind of traveling and all over the place. So he had yeah. his place with his family. He had this house that he took care of. And then he had various, okay. you know, work. Joe Where Biden, did his family Joe live? Joe Biden commuted from Wilmington to D.C. every day for, for years and years. Yeah. Where did his family live? Do you know? I think they were in New York. The, at, yeah, at they this were. this time, yeah. when anybody's found, they were in New York. They, they were, were in New York. alone okay. in, the, in the house in Newcastle. Yes. He was alone alone the entire time during this timeline preceding yeah. his death. They were celebrating the holidays in New York. Hmm. As it was right after Christmas. Right. Okay. Yeah. So his neighbor, Robert Dill, uh, said he noticed a upstairs window <laughs> left open and he described Jack as a temporary neighbor. Hmm. So he wasn't at that house all that often, right. but they was friendly enough. You know, they waved, okay. said hi. And stuff like that, you know, he said, I never would have guessed that happy guy would end up in a landfill. So the burglary reported that morning was reported by the neighbor, not by Jack? No. Okay. 
said, I see um, a window open. I think if I remember correctly, he, he looked inside and saw damage and, sh- and saw yes. a, sort of a disheveled kitchen and room yeah. and thought, okay, I think my friend Jack, he's away right now. His house has been burgled and he called the police. Mm-hmm. Okay. He noticed the window, went to check, saw the door ajar. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's even And closer. it was the door to the kitchen okay. in the back of the house. So he pushed it open and saw just a mess in the kitchen. There was a tree tipped over, like a potted tree, spices all over the floor and strewn about, uh, broken dishes in the sink, and a white powder on the floor that he figured was Comet because there was a container Mm. of Comet up Hmm. by the sink. But in the powder was Jack's West Point sword and shield Hmm. on the floor. It's got a sword and a shield? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... In the powder, there was a very clear bear footprint on the kitchen floor. Bear. Not a shoe print, just a bear male foot. It was a large foot. Odd for December 31st if it's a burglar. Very odd since it's a bit chilly. So the police investigated and found the prize ceremonial sword, and there was a book open on the kitchen counter. It was the long gray line by former Washington Post reporter Rick Atkinson, which was about the West Point class of 66, and Jack Wheeler was very heavily featured in that book. So it was basically a book about him and others in his class. Huh. Well, um, and it was found... It like an exciting book. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe many went on to storied careers, Carrie. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah. Another neighbor testified that Wheeler's television blared continuously hmm. in the days preceding his death. Days, plural. Days. Huh. That's interesting. So it didn't seem like this burglary was an isolated thing, didn't seem like his death was an isolated thing. The things had been happening in the days preceding yeah. his death. I, it doesn't sound like a burglary at all. No. Burglars don't hang out with blaring TVs. And no. Walk and, you know, or... leave the sword and shield yeah. and all this stuff. And it sure yeah. sounds like a scuffle. And a barefoot. Like, that doesn't sound like something that was planned. No. It, sound, um, it sounds like a fight, doesn't it? It looks like a fight. Yeah. With stuff knocked over and strewn about and broken. I mean, that sounds like there was some yeah. kind of an altercation in the kitchen. But yeah. they didn't officially declare it a crime scene. Hmm. They did not consider it well, a it, crime scene. Because I guess it's not. I mean, if it's not obvious stuff missing or a lot of it, yeah. Then yeah, but you know. when the owner of the house is found dead later on, it yeah, might yeah, you're right. A yeah. Crime scene. yeah, that should make it a crime scene. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so while Jack didn't call the police to report it, it was his neighbor who right. reported the possible yeah. burglary. He did email Meter, saying that his home had been broken into. And his cell phone, badge, key fob, and briefcase were stolen. Oh. So he's basically warning them that, hey, my house was burglarized, and all this stuff I used to gain access to your information has compromised. Now, and I believe that was the day before he was found, or two days before he was found. You know, it was was pretty... It was very close. It was like two days before, and then a few days before that... There was an incident across the street at a construction site of a house um, where someone set off smoke bombs Hmm. and damaged the property. And at the scene, the cops found Jack's cell phone. Hmm. After, After they found him, though, correct? Yes. 
Another neighbor, Scott Morris, had called the police on that night, December 28th, said he saw a figure in the home under construction lighting what looked like small balls of fire and tossing them on the floor. And the article that I found that in said they looked like uh, rodent smoke bombs. Smoke bombs. Yeah. I mean, they, but they don't sound like literal smoke bombs because if they're smoke bombs, it's just sort of vandalism. If they're mm-hmm. trying to start and burn down, it was a partially constructed house. Yes. So if they're trying, it could have been an attempt, an incompetent attempt mm-hmm. to burn the house down mm-hmm. as opposed to just sort of, you know, if, if they're not literally smoke bombs. And Are, it seemed very probable or possible that Jack was involved because he had been fighting the people constructing that house. He'd even filed lawsuits yeah. against them because he did not want it to be built. It was like it blocked their view of the water or something yes, like that, right? Yes, it blocked their view. He called it sacrilege that it was going to be built on that plot of land. Even though I it guess. was a home plot. Yeah. yeah. Talk about your NIMBY. Mm-hmm. Entitled. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he was... But he was, you know, filing lawsuits to prevent the construction mm-hmm. at the home. And then they find his cell phone at the site of the smoke bombs on that night on a slice of private land within Battery Park. I guess that was his neighborhoods. And he was really upset about it. So it was one of his wife's theories that her husband was killed because of his involvement with the lawsuits and stuff. So like, okay, so she's describing that either the homeowner or the contractor of Mm -hmm. being a a thug. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, well. Or of hiring somebody. Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this guy smoke bombed my uh, construction site. I'm going to kill him. That's a I mean, that's escalation. Stretch, yeah. And also they found a to-do list dated December 5th that mentioned hacking a target associated with the construction dispute. Of Jack's. Of Jack's. It was Jack's huh. to-do list. Really? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, what did it say? It. it said... It said it mentioned hacking a target associated with the construction dispute. So it's not verbatim what was on the list, yeah. but that's like, what they like hacking their website or something. Yeah, is that what you're talking about because huh. he was involved in cybersecurity, right? Yeah, yeah that's he true. Kind of knew yeah. about that stuff. So, like in that case, the contractor he's going to try. I don't know what, to what end, but yeah, he huh. believed or the that owner of the the yeah. land, his business, or something like that. Maybe well, he believed that they were getting built off of corrupt government officials. What? Like they, he thought the whole thing was illegal, but corrupt government was oh, letting it go ahead. So, like they bribed the whatever Zoning. planning commission or something like that to yeah. allow that to be built, something like yes. that. Oh, okay. okay. And he was going to try to. Oh, so that would make sense. He's going to try mm-hmm. to like get emails or something hack, like yeah, that. Okay, hack, gotcha. To mm-hmm. say, yeah, drop yeah. off the five hundred items, or whatever. <laughs> okay. So very early on, it was kind of suggested that Jack had set the smoke bombs dropped his cell phone he you know got back to his own house realized that his cell phone was missing and went into a bipolar episode so it just and trashed realized, his own oh, kitchen shit. Yeah. i am screwed they're going to find my cell phone well why why would you assume they cuz the cell phone was found after he his body was found so if he knew the cell phone he was missing his cell phone and suspected he dropped it at the construction site where he's planting the smoke bombs you go over there and retrieve yeah. your cell phone right. as opposed to freak out and and drive into wilmington you're not mentally yeah. ill so. well i know but still but they said he basically you know went into an episode panicked trashed his kitchen and you know ran off but it was pretty easily debunked because 
um, they had taken the floorboards of the footprint mm -hmm. and it would have been very easy to prove whether or not that was Jack's footprint, mm -hmm. but they never really announce whether or not it belongs to him. And Doesn't imply it, it does not belong to him. Yeah. So that would be like someone else was there when yeah. this happened. He right. didn't just do this himself and run off. Yeah. Plus, um, like I said, the, it, it would be incredibly illogical. He can just go over there and find his cell phone. Yeah. I, I've, seen, I've seen the the picture at least of it. It's just laying on the ground. Yeah, it's a it's a it's in the grass. It's just right it's there. It's pretty visible. I mean, you'd have to walk around and, and, and look at it from above and find it. But still, if you say, oh, shit, did I lose my cell phone when I was out there last night, you would find it. Yeah. But his neighbor also called the police when he saw him do it mm -hmm. or saw someone. Yeah. So he went there. Be, yeah, yeah, that's true. So who still, knows how fast the police got there? I don't know. No, like I said, I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I asked you before, wasn't the cell phone found after he died? Yes, but he didn't okay, know that. Then. So this, the police had not found the cell phone yet. But that might have been why he didn't go back for it if he like heard sirens. Yeah, because the police were coming. That doesn't make sense. So he thought the police were already there, so there's no hope yeah. to go back. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Even That's if they hadn't found it, they knew Again, we have there. no that, idea if he was thinking logically. That's why he would freak out. Yeah, I know. When he realized I the police know. are there and I don't have my phone. So, so okay, these are two different, different events then. The, the smoke bomb event, the police were called and the police came for that incident. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. And then whatever days, days later was when the neighbor saw the ajar door, et cetera. And yeah. When he noticed the, he the mess. Found. Okay. So he basically so lied later. to his company when he said, my house was broken into and my cell phone was stolen. Possibly. As of now, we he don't knew, know that. He knew he lost his cell phone at the house. He didn't know that. We don't know. We don't know that. We, but this is pure supposition by the oh, police. We okay. don't know for a fact he knew that. We at all. know he lost his phone there, but we don't know that he knew that. I would argue we don't even, we didn't even know he lost his cell phone there. It oh, might have been placed there by else, someone else. And somebody else could have stolen it exactly. and dropped it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, that's gotcha. Right. Okay. That's my pet theory, but we'll get to that. Well, then that's more evidence that it was construction related. One of those guys. Why? Because they wanted to get him in trouble. They wanted to get him out of the way. He was an impediment to them building their. Possibly. Building. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Or it could, be, could make sense. Sure. Sure. All right. Thanks, Thanks like for that Karen. validation, I like it. Dean. Well, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. It's an interesting idea. By this point, the FBI gets involved, and they set to getting a timeline of his movements. Uh, they do, like, CTV, uh, CCTV footage. Yeah. HCTV um, footage? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking for witnesses, you know, taking statements and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was I think they, started, they just started watching the property guys for a yes. while. And then they, yeah. Okay. Uh, so December 28th, 7 a.m., mm -hmm. Jack left New York. He was there to spend Christmas with his family. Um, he left at 7 a.m. and he had to go to work. And he left for D.C. by train. Was that unexpected? His phone on him. Was that an, did they know he was going to only be there a couple of days and get, go to work? Or was it no. totally... Okay. His family was mad. His wife was uh, mad that he was leaving know. right okay. after Christmas. But they weren't wholly surprised because he was very dedicated to okay. his work and kind of All a workaholic. Right. But they weren't glad that he was leaving. Okay. So it, it was it was not expected, but it's not inexplicable. It's not like that's really weird. No. Okay. He arrived to DC at one twenty. Uh, this went is to December twenty twenty eighth. Okay. And he returned to Newcastle by five thirty that same day. Okay. And then the smoke bomb incident happened that night at eleven thirty. Mm. All before alibi? then, 
he had his phone on him and they know that he had his phone on him when he took the train in and, and stuff. His wife tried calling him the next day and she couldn't reach him, but that wasn't uncommon either. And a lot of places don't go into this, but he and his wife were fighting Mm -hmm. around this time. Wheeler apparently emailed his therapist following a fight with uh, his wife saying he felt dazed and boxed in a corner. Hmm. And it's not like proven that these are correlated, but he had also visited the Nemours building to possibly consult a lawyer. The the Nemours building. So it's a business office building in, in Wilmington? Yeah, it's a high-end okay. office, high-rise. Okay. Um, and he, apparently he had requested to speak with a managing partner <laughs> at the firm. But that doesn't mean it's, it's divorce. That does not, was he a family lawyer? It doesn't say, because okay. he never actually spoke to anyone. Huh, okay. Could be related to the... It yeah. could be related exactly. to the lawsuits. It could be related to his him and his wife fighting. It, it doesn't really okay. say. But all this never really points to her as a suspect, but yeah. it explains how she didn't report him missing yet. Well, her not reporting him missing is hardly inexplicable at all. It's just, she's just a phone call the morning after he left for yeah. work. That's nothing. Yeah, she, so doesn't, know, she, she doesn't really know he's missing. Not at all. She wasn't worried no. yet. You know, this wasn't uncommon. Yeah. They had just fought because he was leaving right after Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And then after... That is when he sent the email to meteor to, company to tell them that his home had no, been okay, exactly. after the smoke bomb. So twelve the twenty ninth. Yes. Okay. So twelve. Okay. So he lost it either that it was night. within hours of his death. They said twenty ninth. Oh. Wait. What? The day after the smoke before bomb his on death. the twenty ninth before okay. his death, okay. he sent that email. No. Huh. So again, that would that means that it, it, he either lost it the night before. He could have lost it that morning too. Yeah. Because it was during the day. Do you know when exactly he sent the email? Just, it doesn't it? say um, when exactly. Just within hours of his last recorded moments. And his last on recorded moments, 29th. I believe, were like six thirty ish or something like that. So that implies it'd be in the afternoon that he sent yeah. that email. So that's so it, he could have lost it sometime that morning too. Yeah. Not just the night before, or at least realized it. December 29th, 6 p.m., mm-hmm. Jack is spotted going to the pharmacy not far from his home. It's where he got his prescriptions when he was at the Newcastle house. And apparently he was there looking for a ride to the Wilmington train station. He asked the pharmacist to, you know, help him find a ride. And the pharmacist offered to call him a cab, but Wheeler left the store. That's weird. That's, see, he's already mm-hmm. acting strange. Yeah, that's yeah. like yeah. when because they f- he have, see... He, Definitively, that he's acting strange. Doesn't he have a car? He has a car, and he has it there at Newcastle with him at the house. Well, he must because he took the train back from that. New York, right? Yes. Okay. So okay. Um. Yeah. Police believe that he wanted to pick up his car at the train station. He left it there. Oh, in uh, town, like in Wilmington. At the Wilmington tra- Got train it. station. Okay. Got it. So he. I see. So he must have. He left that at the Wilmington train station when he went to New York. Mm-hmm. And he came back from New York. By train. And by train, presumably he would have. Then how did he get from Wilmington yeah. to Newcastle? His well, we his know? family said that he was often directionally challenged and uh, absent-minded. So a lot of the times he would just park his car somewhere, forget where he parked it, and take cabs. So he could. He so he must have taken a cab from 
on the 28th, he took yes. a cab from the Wilmington train station back to Newcastle, his house. Mm-hmm. And he worked, okay. So, That's weird. No, yeah, he either took the cab weird. because he, he didn't know where his car was already, because we'll, we'll, I'm not giving anything away, but we'll find out later. Yeah. His, locating his car was a big part of his disappearance. Yeah. But, so he may have already not known where his car was right. on the 28th, the day before. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. The morning huh. of. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Or he could have chosen, I'm going to go back into Wilmington. But then how, why would you do that? Because you know, if, you, if you know the next day you're going to go from Newcastle to Wilmington, you, you'd be weird not to take drive to your home in Newcastle right. rather than take cabs. You'll have to take cab right back to Wilmington the next yeah. day. Pretty early on that hmm. his actions did not really make a lot of sense. Uh, no. I, I have an idea, though. 40 minutes later, at 640, he was spotted in a parking garage appearing disoriented. There's security footage that shows him in distress, one shoe off his foot, no winter coat, acting paranoid, trying to enter a Wilmington parking garage, and told the attendant that his briefcase had been stolen and he was hoping to warm up in the garage before paying his parking fee. Oh, okay. And apparently he repeatedly told the attendant he wasn't drunk. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this drunk. is 6 p.m.? 1229, 6.40. 6.40. Yes. He's at the, the parking attendant, and he's acting, again, a little bit... A little suspicious. Incoherent. Yeah. He, yeah, I watched the security footage. He was kind of pacing a little bit, pivoting like on his feet. He was holding his shoe, or it looked like he was holding his shoe. Yeah, I, I could tell he mm-hmm. wasn't wearing one of them. Yeah. And it looked huh. like it was in his hand. He's not wearing a shoe, and recall that there was a bare footprint on the kitchen mm. and that there was broken glass on the kitchen floor. Owie. So did he did he cut his foot and it was backing up? Yeah. Right? In, in the yeah. Is that why he's w- walking around with one shoe in his hand? And if I remember correctly, also he was, like he was having this weird conversation with the parking attendant, mm-hmm. right? Uh, saying, I don't know where my car is. And she's, and he's... He says he doesn't know where his car is. His ticket... Mm-hmm. For it is in his briefcase, yep. but his briefcase was uh, stolen. Was stolen, okay. yeah. She asked him, like, well, when, how did it happen? Yeah. And he just kept saying it was stolen. Re- yeah. so he didn't really, really provide a story. Yeah. And he was at the wrong parking garage. Yeah. He, oh. did, he, did we know for a fact later on his car was at the Wilmington train station parking yes. garage and he was, he was a at, few blocks away, I think. He was down, at, yeah, he yeah. was close, but it was not the same parking garage. But like we said, he was kind of known for displacing his car and taking cabs. That's so that's, weird. That's that very weird. Crazy. Now, they say that after the fact. I mean, did he really... I mean, it's one thing to not... To forget what level you parked on. I've done that. We've all done that. Yeah. I hope we've all done that because I know <laughs> I, I have <laughs> forgotten which parking garage. Actually, I, I, did, yeah. I, I did that once. That and, and the parking attendant <laughs> says, um, keep looking. I'll come down there and drive you around. You'll find it. Because ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time your car was not stolen, like like you're freaking right. out, think it is. Yeah. So, but to forget what structure, mm-hmm. and especially and completely wrong <laughs> just building. Oh, done you've it. done that? Yeah. You forget what structure you parked. <laughs> we're like, were there two? We were very confused. You know, okay, was it like on uh, the same area? Yeah. And you just didn't know side. if you were in A or B. Yeah, <sighs> that's different. Yeah. Not forgetting if you're in, say, there's multiple parking structures in a few block radius. That's not crane station See? parking structure. That's a very yeah. specific structure. Yeah. I used That's to forget odd. which structure I parked on on campus when I was yeah. a student. I didn't know mm-hmm. I'm on right, this side of right campus right. or the other. <laughs> I've had a few of those. I have not ever mm-hmm. forgotten the structure. I have forgotten the, the level. I just wonder how much 
do they, are they exaggerating his, oh, he always displaced his car kind of thing after the fact? Because that seems un- odd. One of his like coworkers or friends kind of like explained it away like, oh, he had so much going yeah. on in his head and so much knowledge and so many like things <laughs> up in the air with his foundations and the cybersecurity consulting that he just kind of like threw other things out of his head. Yeah. Like where his car was. I, I, I that's what we'll I say to too, that. but I don't think that's really a thing. Yeah, I don't know. People talk about like dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was executively dysfunctional. People talk about like deleting well, things thing. in their memories. Like I don't really think that's Not something you, you consciously <laughs> do, and I don't <laughs> think you would consciously delete where you parked your car. Yeah, no. but Aaron, it's not possible. But Aaron, is it possible for your executive dysfunction, dysfunction to be limited to? No, that kind of area wouldn't it? It would, yeah, bleed into other parts. Yeah, which, like doing your job, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or other things. Yeah, paying your bills. Yeah, knowing where you put shit—that is a big thing. Yeah, <laughs> huh. I can't find. Uh, but I can't find two things right now. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, people are kind of like, "Oh, maybe he's going through a mental break uh-huh. at this." He's yeah. acting very weird. He's not acting like himself at all. Yeah. And the footage at the, when he's talking to the parking attendant through the window, um, he's kind of being very insistent. And then he's like peeking around a corner, yeah. looking behind him, almost like he thinks he's being followed. Right. Or, you know, he thinks. Well, could he have been paranoid or has yeah. Yeah. paranoid delusions? It's almost a Lisa Lamb-like, by the way. But, the video's yeah. a little bit of Lisa lamb not as extreme mm-hmm. as her behavior. But, but no. maybe he's rightfully scared of something exactly. or someone. He it could be paranoid. dead in the landfill. So, so yeah. Lisa Lamb, dead in the yeah. water tank. Yeah. It was very valid. Yeah, yeah. it could be a real mm-hmm. thing, or it could not be. Um, but like we said, his car wasn't there. They found it in completely yeah. different... Um, but again, that could... we. At least there's a possibility that's a normal yeah. thing. Yeah. And so people were kind of between the two ideas that he had a mental break or he was attacked that night. Yeah. You know, missing shoe and stuff. But, you know, he still has his valuables on him. Yeah. Except for the briefcase. They never find the briefcase mm. to yeah. this day. Well, mm. so he doesn't have all of his valuables. Yeah. But he has like his Rolex and his West Point ring and even some cash. So it's kind of unlikely it would be a robbery. Yeah, but not if somebody just whacked him and stole his briefcase. briefcase. Mm-hmm. I don't know what yeah. you think do, would be in a briefcase that would be valuable, but... do we? I guess we don't have any way of knowing well. that he had his briefcase when he went back there on the 29th, back from Newcastle, his home, to Wilmington. Yeah. We don't know if he had his briefcase. He might have already, The briefcase might already be gone. That's true. Yeah. And he said he had cash, right? So why is he looking for a ride? That implies he doesn't... Did he have his wallet when he was found? Do you know? They didn't say his wallet... But because they just he said he had some cash on his Some body. cash, but not enough to have a lot of cab rides. I, it, it almost seems like he was looking for a ride from the pharmacy because he didn't have his wallet. It had been He didn't have his briefcase. He had some cash. He just happened to have in his pocket. He knew he was going to need that for, for potentially a cab ride. So he's looking for a ride yeah. into Wilmington mm-hmm. because he can't afford a cab or wants to conserve what little uh, cash he does have. Yeah, very possibly. Uh, that night, police think that he uh, slept in basements 
under the buildings in that area, there was like the Hotel uh, okay. DuPont. DuPont? The Hotel DuPont? Okay. DuPont. DuPont. And oh, oh, there... Depot. <laughs> Is it no. DuPont? It's got to be it's DuPont. It's D-U-P-O-T. Oh, it's Depot. That's a, that's, D- that's really D O D U D U P O T. It's gotta be P O N T. It's gotta be a typo. And that was how it was in multiple articles. Really? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Look it up. I got your money. That's Dupont. Because Dupont's a very, very. It's a huge, a huge chemical firm, and they're a very prominent family in Delaware. The hotel. I know. All right. It is Dupont. Yeah. Okay. A- I believe you. Okay, so he's found in the hotel. Uh, he may have slept in the in the. Like, they don't the know exactly where he was. There are tunnels and basements okay. underneath many um, buildings in that area. The hotel was like one of the bigger ones, but there was also a location of the Meter Corporation in that area too. So he knew downtown Wilmington. It, it makes you think he knew that, the area very well. It, it makes you think that he, you know, for what again, he doesn't have any money. He doesn't have his wallet. Mm. He doesn't have his briefcase. He, what, again, what little cash he has, he's got to save for a just-in-case so he can't go get a hotel. And he, the fact that he's not calling his wife for help or someone yeah. for help, it says he's up to something. He needs There's to accomplish reason. something yeah. mm-hmm. before he does that. So I can't afford to get a hotel. I need to go sleep in somewhere where I'm safe and out of, out of the cold. He knows he's probably been at numerous conferences and board meetings and stuff like that in those nice downtown Wilmington hotels. So he knows which ones maybe he knows which yeah. one he can kind of sneak into. Yeah. Or maybe bluff his way into. And then and then he knows to stay out of sight up in the lonely basements where people yeah. you know. They basically I'm said it's mean. either he knew the area well enough, he'd been to, you know, conferences and stuff. And he knew how to get into the basement, get into the lower levels, and kind of just find a corner to sleep. Yeah. Or he Free. just like tried doors until he found one that wasn't locked. That's true. Yeah. Too, yeah. Um, Could have just been pure luck. But still, that that kind of fits with the theory that he was doing something. He because it's uh, you can't find your your car. You you went there weirdly. Mm-hmm. Back to from Newcastle to Wilmington already. You're you're going to do something. And it's a little bit on the down low because otherwise you call your family and say, help, right. yeah. send me some cash. And he's a, he's a well-dressed, he's in a suit and tie, yeah. white male, 66 years old. He could have got 100 people to let him use their landline to call yeah. his wife for yeah. help. Yeah, um, But he never yeah. does. No. Um, the next day, so this is December 30th, 30th okay. security footage and eyewitnesses spotted Wheeler. It's 14. Okay. A black hoodie. Looking um, fresh, looking clean. Mm-hmm. Without his sports coat. Right, his yeah. suit coat. So that almost implies he traded his mm-hmm. suit coat for a hoodie from a, yeah, like a homeless yeah. person, maybe, or, or at a whatever, Goodwill yeah. or something like yeah. that. And so cameras and people saw him just kind of wandering through office buildings in the area, including Meter Corporation. He appeared confused and disoriented and refused several offers of help. Yeah. Fugue state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Security footage last saw him at 8.42 p.m. on December 30th. 8.42? 8.42. P.m. So he's wandering around all day, day. well into the evening. Good Lord. Mm -hmm. Piling around. Yes. And according to the Daily Press, the direction he was walking was a high crime area of Wilmington. Oh, okay. But that's the last footage of him at all. As we know, the next morning on the 31st, right before 10, he is found by a worker in the landfill. It was not a real crime scene. It wasn't really something they could 
tape off. Right. But they, you know, they tried their best and they found that the trash surrounding his body came from Newark, mm. which is 14 miles away from Wilmington. Okay. So that, wait, Newark, Delaware. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So not Newcastle. Not Newcastle, but not 14 New miles York. Away from Wilmington, where he's last seen. Fourteen miles away from where he was wow. last seen the night before on security cameras. Huh. That's weird. So they contact the Newark police, and they went right to work. They came up with the garbage truck that they believed dumped the body, and investigated all the dumpsters on its route swabbed them and found a partial DNA match in one dumpster. Oh. That's how they explain how he ended up in the landfill. Right. So it's not someone personally dumped him in the landfill like previously thought, mm-hmm. which is why people thought it was a professional hit right. and this mm-hmm. big conspiracy. Still, his body's got to get into a dumpster yes. somehow. In, in Newark, Newark, 14 miles away from where he was last seen yes. with little or no money left. So he didn't get to Newark on his own. No. No. He got a he got a ride um, or was driven. Yeah. And so mm. whether against his will or not, we don't know. So the dumpster was in a heavily traveled commercial area of Newark. The truck began its route at four thirty AM and arrived at the landfill at ten AM and made like ten stops at a bunch of businesses, senior complex, car dealership, public library. Many of the dumpsters were locked and had uh, surveillance cameras in the vicinity. Um, So police believe that Wheeler's body was picked up towards the beginning of Of, the driver's route. Which means on the morning of the 31st, right? Really early the morning of the 31st. Because he was seen 8.42. So closer to 4.30 in the morning than... Okay, so his body was put in there late the night... Of the thirtieth, or or, or very like really early, early, early morning, morning of the first. Okay, yeah, because we Witching know he's hour. Mm-hmm. yeah, because we know at eight forty-two he was still fourteen miles away. Yes, on the night of the thirtieth. And at this point, when this information came to light, a witness came forth saying they saw Jack in a cab sharing mm. it with someone because they were going to Newark. Like the way they said it oh. was that he decided to share this cab with someone who was already in the cab. After he asked them where they were going, and they said Newark, oh. and he got in with them. But while the police can't really throw this out, they're not necessarily claiming that it's super valid, and they're taking it oh. as oak. You mean that that might be, and they think there might. Be. It might be. A, they saw someone else who kind of yeah. looks like Jack, and yeah, you know, because Newark. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's an odd place. You just happen to... Where are you yeah. going? Oh, Newark? Okay, that's where I'm headed. Oh, my God. Let's share a cab. That, isn't, that yeah. seems very strange. And um, all old white guys look alike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, it was at least past 8.42, so it was night and yeah. who knows. Yeah. I think they're right. So, to like, we're not result. dismissing it, but we're not really... Yeah, right. We can't find a lead out of that. Right. And... The garbage men of the area said that it was pretty common for people to crawl into dumpsters via a side door. I saw it on the episode. They have little sliding doors, and there's one that's like eight feet and one that's six feet. Really? So it's pretty easy and common for like homeless people and stuff to open the side door on the six foot one and 
jump in just to get warm, get some sleep. And this was like dead of winter night. You know who wouldn't know that? Jack Wheeler. I mean, unless you knew a lot yeah. about dumpsters, this, yeah. I just I would I wouldn't know that. I'm not a dumpster aficionado, mm-hmm. although it's a good magazine. But <laughs> huh. yes, but also his body was not in great shape. He was beaten, beaten to death. Mm. That's the cause of death. Yes. Well, the official like code is blunt force trauma. Okay. And it's a homicide. Yeah. It was immediately ruled a murder. He had like a collapsed lung, broken oh, wow. ribs, a neck injury, a bleeding head injury. He was just so like beat the shit out of beaten him. to a pulp. Not a possibility of him just being tossed about yeah. a dumpster into a truck and into yeah. the landfill. Okay. Like none of his uh, injuries were consistent with just crawling into a dumpster yeah. and being tossed into the back of a truck. Far more likely he was dumped into the dumpster. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he also suffered a heart attack. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Which is not included in a lot of articles and reports, and it's not included in the episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. They don't mention that he had a heart attack. But yeah, the autopsy op- said he was beaten up and so, had a heart attack. So it's possible he wasn't being consciously beaten to death. He was being beaten for some other reason and happened to have a heart attack and died, and they freak out. It well, was he beating him died from the blunt force trauma. He happened to have a heart attack as well. Yeah. Yeah. They said the cause of death was the head. Okay. But also, he's 66 years old. He was very disoriented. He might not have really been able to fight back. Yeah. As well as he might have in other circumstances. It's a mystery for a reason. Yeah. Um, And I have a list of people's main theories. Yes. Theories. Some of the very basic ones where they thought he was mugged and, you know, it was a mugging gone wrong. He was in the wrong place, wrong time kind of thing. Yeah. But muggers don't really dump bodies. Yeah. Why would yeah. they? They yeah. leave them where they are. Yeah. And, and if he's being he mugged, still they, had cash, yeah. his Rolex and his oh, West Point ring. See, robbery doesn't make any sense at all. doesn't. Not for the... the yeah circumstance of his death and also where his body is found. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. why bother putting him in a dumpster? Yeah. A lot of people go with the very sensationalized theory of he knew too much yeah. and was assassinated. Yeah. Either by an enemy, a lot of people say uh, Russia or China, for his connections and his knowledge of cybersecurity, like national cybersecurity. Yeah. Well, if it was Russia, he would have been poisoned. <laughs> it would, exactly. that would explain, well, that could explain the beating. He was essentially being beaten for information, mm-hmm. beaten to, to fess up. And that it, would explain his missing briefcase. It would they didn't care brief, about his ring, his Rolex. They cared about the papers in yeah, his briefcase. But it doesn't explain any of the things that preceded that. Yeah. And he went consciously by himself into Wilmington under those very strange circumstances, yes. you know, trying to hitch a yeah. ride, et cetera. None of that says... It says Russian people are after him. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah. Because he thought his car was being tracked. Even Ta-da. then. <laughs> um, Even then, you have, unless you're what? See, that implies, I, I realize now, I think his brief phrase and wallet were already missing on the morning when he went to the, to the pharmacy to ask for a ride because otherwise right. you, you, you get yeah. a cab. 
Yeah. His, his briefcase he, was not in any of the security footage. Yeah, his briefcase and wallet were already gone. Also, I, I think if it if it had to do with his work or something like that, you make a phone call to your office. Exactly. Or, so it's not to do yeah. with his work. Yeah, yeah. but I I, people also theorized that it was the U.S. government. What? Who assassinated him but, because he because yeah. he was gonna be a whistleblower and he was gonna like spill the secrets of chemical weapon stash? Is there and, any okay. real just, evidence of no. any of this? That's yeah. just yeah, but that's, that's fun, a yeah. popular Reddit, Reddit theory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dumb Reddit. Yeah, his wife Ka- Catherine did say that her bet was on a hired hitman. Yeah, but then um, did Catherine say why? She said because no one ever stepped forward to claim the 25000 reward the family offered for any substance information of you know Wheeler's why? death. Because they it killed him. That, that, and that happens all the time. You don't want to go yeah. get the award when you kill him. Yeah, she, I, I think, there's a, I, I just know her from the Unsolved Mystery mm-hmm. thing, but she has a little bit of, infl- I mean, he's a great guy. He was a very prominent person, but she yes. has a very, a little bit of an inflated view of him and his circumstances and what he did. He wasn't doing, you know, yeah. he wasn't yeah. this incredibly important, super high tech, super cybersecurity guy. He was a, you know, oh, up in management. I'm sure he said he was. Yeah, maybe. I can't tell you what I do. And also the, the, she, the surmising that it was the, from the lack of, of the um, reward it's just, yeah. that's just sloppy thing. Well, she was quoted telling uh, Slate in 2011, I think perhaps no one has uh, been on the reward because they've already been paid. So hired him in. Uh. The way they disposed of his body, it's a miracle anybody ever found it. That just sounds like a pro to me. But we know that's not true. Yeah. Because it's actually found immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, and it wasn't dumped a pro in the landfill. It was put it in dumped a dumpster in, dumpster. in yeah. Newark. Yeah. They go and they bury it in that landfill. They go personally to that landfill yeah. and they make sure it's not right. I've seen the picture. He's right on top. He's plain for anybody around there yeah. to see. So, so yeah, the, 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 the driver, anybody dumping anything in that area is going to see it immediately. Yeah. That does not say a pro at all. No. Um, other people said he, it was probably a terrible or random accident because he, he was walking into a dangerous part of town in Wilmington. Yeah. So that kind Another of Another wrong place, mugging. wrong time. Yeah. But or not necessarily a Just got into an altercation thing. of yes. some sort. Okay. Walked into a drug deal. Walked into... Yeah. You know, something. Mm. Just something. Said the wrong thing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, some That's people smart. theorize that he was in a car accident, that his blunt force injuries were the result of being hit by a car. Oh, I see. So yeah. you sideswipe him, you mm-hmm. get out, he's in bad shape, you dump his body in the dumpster, and you get out of there. And yeah. You don't. Yeah. I know, but did, did it really at all, it, it doesn't seem like it tallies with a car accident. It seems to, his, 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 no. all of the, like the injuries of like, the, yeah. just from a high velocity, the placement of the injuries very much correlate to where you would aim if you're beating someone. Okay. Yeah. It was the like he was bleeding from his mouth, his yeah. ribs, his head. Okay. Mm. Or if you're being beaten oh. and you fall on your head, maybe yes. onto the cement, whatever. If he's beat, yeah. Um, but they pretty Thank much you. said, like, oh, he was. Walking weird on the footage. Maybe he stepped into traffic. He was also wearing a dark hoodie at that point, which made him hard to see at night yeah. if he was in the road. And I could then, be giving you know, too much to forensic science, but I feel like if he was hit by a car, they'd know. 
I would yeah, think so too. There will be some mark left. There would be an indentation of a bumper. Yeah. There would be paint. paint. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, usually seriously. can't tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think blunt force trauma, they could tell if you're hit with a pipe or a wrench or something or versus being knocked on the ground. Knocked on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Hit your head real hard or something. Yeah. A lot of people went with the theory that he climbed into the dumpster himself. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't yeah. explain after it being beaten the no. to yeah. death. <laughs> or, or yeah. Then he succumbs to his terrible beating in the dumpster. Yeah. That doesn't make sense because, no. again... I, I, to die like a raccoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You'd, you'd go to help. You wouldn't yeah. hide away, yeah. I would think. That was a lot of early theories, and people kind of quickly debunked them because they're like, you know, we've seen what his injuries were that doesn't happen from climbing into a dumpster and then getting tossed into a truck. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, Some say maybe he jumped from a moving car. Same thing, though. The injuries don't seem to support that. Like I said, they seem like targeted injuries. Yeah, they said he probably... He jumped head first. Yeah, he jumped from a moving car. That's why he was only wearing one shoe and why it took 40 minutes to get from the pharmacy... That's what it appeared to me in the footage. It, it looked, looked like, like he was it, holding his yeah. shoe. No, I thought it was pretty much acknowledged he's holding his shoe. He's mm-hmm. clearly holding his yeah. shoe. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then they say, oh, then he jumped into the dumpster and succumbed to his injuries. Yeah. Some people do say that. Mm-hmm. Me just now, a minute ago. <laughs> but after jumping out of a car. Oh, okay. That's part of their Yeah. That also seems ridiculous. Yeah. Some people say it was part of the neighborhood feud with the construction house across the street, that it was all tied to the smoke bombs and the lawsuits and is fighting zoning approval and bitching about them obstructing his view of the Delaware River. So that goes back to that they hired someone to rough him up and or kill him. Then it, what it doesn't explain, though, again, is all of the activity preceding that, the weirdness that, you know, if you're, there's none of that, it doesn't explain the getting a ride at the pharmacy rather than just taking a cab. It doesn't explain why he's wandering around all over the place. You, yeah. You'd get the hell out. If you thought someone was after you, you had good reason to think so, you can get out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. explain anything that preceded his being beaten to death, yeah, other no. than his being beaten to death. So and most people agree that it's, pretty thin theory it's a bit of a stretch to think that that really yeah. well falls into everything else and the um neighbors working on the construction issued a statement of condolence after well, was, well i was gonna say presumably <laughs> they were all questioned and their yeah. Yeah. alibis were checked and oh yeah that's funny check to see if they Does, perhaps hired somebody doesn't mean it wasn't was. but it wasn't yeah <laughs> you know yeah it does it the better argument against that is just it fits no fact other than him being beaten to death and yeah. even that's a huge stretch because then you have to assume he's literally being they hired a killer because he's f- fighting for what I understand a losing fight yeah he was almost certainly going to lose that right. lawsuit yeah. he was just a nuisance yeah the main theories all avoid him experiencing a bipolar episode yeah explaining his erratic behavior and there's kind of two sides to it On one side, some people say as a result of a bipolar episode, he could have been confused, disoriented, made odd decisions that he normally wouldn't have, such as climbing into a dumpster for warmth in the middle of the night. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. a garbage truck came in the morning and 
manhandled him, could have killed him. Eh. Again, it's already mm. kind of yeah. been established that his injuries aren't consistent yeah. Yeah. with just climbing into the dumpster. But I mean, him behaving erratically because yes. of because of a bipolar episode. a bipolar episode caused him to have yeah. some sort of unpleasant interaction with yes, somebody. Yes, that's that, the other side yeah. of the theory that his all of his actions because he was in the middle of a break found Wheeler met with foul play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Had um, he ever had did he have a history of having having any kind of episodes or nothing that was ever stated? Huh. Yeah, it was pretty I, odd that I guess it can happen. He never had. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. He yeah. never had a breakdown before, but it could have happened. Yeah. this f- first it was time. Odd because usually they say you mellow with age. Yeah. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. As I said, like his guard might have been down. He's lost. Couldn't find his car. Um, yeah. Someone might have taken advantage and killed him. Yeah, but. The but the motivation for killing him is completely missing there. Yeah. Unless it's, again, I, I would still say if you go back to a mugging, yeah. they take his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They and he still had like very ostentatious, expensive stuff yeah. on yeah. his so body. The mugging, yeah. So all, um, the bipolar can explain everything up to the killing. It really can't explain, yeah. or some of it up, up yes. to the killing. It can't explain the killing. It yeah. can explain his behavior in the footage, but it doesn't really lend itself to motive. Not at all. Another theory kind of has to do with mental health, but it's not related to his bipolar at all or not like directly. They said that they could see or theorize that Wheeler was exhibiting symptoms of early onset dementia. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound a little bit like dementia. Bipolar disorder could predisposition him to dementia. Oh, I know about that. Yeah. Paul Lind, who is an emergency psychiatrist at the University of California, San Francisco. No, he's the center of the Hollywood Square, but go on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He said that disorientation lasting for several days can be caused by several mental health or medical issues, including stroke, heart problems, problems with medication, or past mental illness. But he also said that he didn't think someone of Wheeler's age was likely to have a first-time psychiatric episode. Sounds so like it'd be he had smaller events leading up to something this big. Is that, is that he would have had somebody? It doesn't make he. It would make more sense for him to have a psychotic break like that if he had had one in the past. Yeah. yeah. But it's very strange for someone to have their first one when they're old At like that. 66. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. But if you have one when he was 20 and then when he was 30 really? something or whatever, okay. like, oh, yeah. okay, so just something that happens. Huh. Uh, he was quoted saying, it sounds like he had a break from reality, but it's hard to speculate on what would have caused it. Yeah. Because we really don't know. Yeah. We don't know if there was a trigger. We don't know if he mixed up his medications. We don't yeah. know if... Well, he was attacked that's before more likely, he went honestly. to the pharmacy. But he was under some amount of stress. Yes. He had several stressful things going on in his life. Mm-hmm. A little bit of disharmony with his wife, the lawsuit, you know, upset over the construction thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It sounds a little bit more like Carrie's fugue state than it does dementia or even yeah. a bipolar episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know, did he ever tell the parking attendant at 6.40 p.m. or so that he's having the, the, when he had the shoe and all that? In his hand, did he ever tell her his name? Did he ever say his name? No. Okay. But see, he knew 
that he parked his car somewhere around yeah, there. He knew that his briefcase was gone, so that part doesn't sound like a fugue state. It does, but I mean, I, I imagine. But the, the stress of that could have led to a fugue state. It sounds like he's already, but he's already no. If it's a fugue he's state, already he's already weird, in it. Yeah. By the time he's got he's sh- he's got one shoe in his hand and he's walking around the, the parking structures. I mean, he's already acted weird that entire day. Yeah. Wheeler was buried at Arlington National Cemetery. I have a theory. With, well, well, can I finish? Yeah, I suppose, but I gotta yeah. do my theory. Right, right, right. Well, we'll do shots in the dark. I'm gonna do um, with full military honors in April 2011. No suspects have ever been arrested in connection with Wheeler's death. Huh. And the Delaware Crime Stoppers offer cash reward for information. That has not been taken, therefore it was a hitman. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Shots in the dark. Dean, your theory? Okay, here's my theory. Do you have one, care? I'll do mine. Yeah, I mean... Can I do mine first? <laughs> Go right. for it. Okay. Here's what I think. This is, this is part speculation, but it actually does fit the facts. Of course, it's speculation. Did he hire someone, an arsonist, to burn down mm. our bomb that house? As he knew he was going to lose the lawsuit, he's going to do a more extreme measure and slow them down much more. I mean, it was partially built. In fact, it was... To a, 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 it was well into the wood framing of the house. Did he hire someone to, in Wilmington, let's say, to burn that house down for him? So he goes to from New York unexpectedly back mm-hmm. to Wilmington. He then is met by that person as prearranged, and that person drives that person's car and Jack back to Newcastle as home, where they're going to do the deed. Right, and his expectation is that that person will drive him back to the train station in his car the next yeah. day. He's going to he's going to spend the night at Jack's house. They do the thing there, but he loses his cell phone. It doesn't burn down. He's upset. Uh, uh, he's and this is a nefarious person to some degree because he is an arsonist or yeah. something like that. He so they, he spends the night. Jack wakes up and finds him doing what? Robbing his house, taking his. Is his uh, why are you laughing? <laughs> that, that's he's he's taking his wallet. He's taking his briefcase. He's um, maybe taking a look at that sword and that shield. Who knows? There's an altercation in the kitchen. He he's uh, he's barefoot because he's, he's spent the night. And again, we don't know for a fact. We don't know one way or the other whether that's Jack's foot or not Jack's foot. In no, footprint. the police we never confirm be, or deny. Could, it could have been his footprint. It could have. Uh, and and he chases that guy out, that guy either chucks, they, they either already lost a cell phone at the construction site, or alternatively, that guy chucks the phone, or even plants it mm-hmm. at the um, site because, you know, to, to get back at Jack, who is, who is, and that person, you know, gets into his car, drives off. Jack then is now left with a terrible situation. He has no wallet, he has no briefcase, this guy stole some, he has, he stole, his cell phone is missing because he maybe doesn't know that his cell phone is at the construction yeah. site. And so he's got to get back to Wilmington to catch up with this guy and what the hell and confront him. So his trip mm-hmm. and he has all he has is a little bit of cash. So he knows he might need that down the road. I, I don't want to spend that on a cab right away. I obviously can't call my wife for help because I'm up to some no good that I don't want her to be involved with. He finds that he and and so his day is spent looking around for this guy that he had met originally in Wilmington, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know exactly where he is. And he, he may have, under the stress, he is having a, a bipolar condition, and that explains a, a lot of his behavior. But the reason he's not accepting help from the numerous people who offered it mm-hmm. or reaching out for help is because he still has to, his mission is to find this guy and confront him and either get his stuff back and or, you know, uh, 
go back and burn the house down. <laughs> you, you didn't do it well enough. So, and, and then how he gets to Newark, I don't know. But it could be that he dis, does find the guy, and the guy says, okay, fine, let's go to my house, and that guy lives in Newark. Mm-hmm. And then he, they go there, and, and he's, there's a confrontation, and that guy's younger and stronger and beats the shit out of him, unexpectedly, perhaps, killing him, and says, shit, and he dumps his body in a, near, in a dumpster near his apartment or house in Newark, and the, the rest is, is coincidence in terms of, of his body being found and all that. That's my theory. It's that's pure a, speculation. A, yeah, interesting theory. <laughs> yeah, Carrie is over there snickering for some reason. I'm not sure why, because it's actually a pretty <laughs> serious. It's very serious. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't have any reason to believe any of that happened. I, it, it fits the facts the stuff very, very, added. very well. The stuff that I added is, is, is really the motive. But that does fit. It, it does explain why he was not uh, uh, getting help, reaching out for help. He, he was up to something, and that something was at least semi-no good. When he he's in Wilmington and and his from and, and and would also explain why he's I'm convinced he was missing his wallet's briefcase from the morning of because that guy took it from him. Otherwise, why is he missing his wallet briefcase? It had been robbed from him. It had been taken from him. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense that he doesn't have his wallet or his briefcase. Yeah, he said somebody stole his briefcase. Yeah, somebody did stole stole his, stole his briefcase, but he can't say who. He knows he has to tell his employer that because he has to explain why he doesn't have his briefcase and his cell phone, but he's, yeah. he was very evasive about what exactly happened to him. How? Was it a break-in? He's home. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. It makes much more sense that he knows the person that stole it, but he can't admit a connection with that person because that's the person he hired to burn down the house down the block. I think it makes a great deal of sense. <laughs> it explains everything. I'm not saying this is for sure right, but it explains everything. It explains some things that are otherwise inexplicable, like his, most importantly, his, why his briefcase and wallet were gone and how they got gone and why he wasn't allowed to take any help. I have a big problem with him hiring a, a, a no-good criminal to burn down the house and then invite him to spend the night at his house? That, doesn't make, that makes well, sense. Well, I do. I, 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 no, of course it does. He's a professional arsonist. Who says I mean, whatever he is? He's not. I'm not saying he's just some, you know, thug. He's a professional arsonist. This is his job. He, you know, he uh, and maybe and maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe maybe the altercation happened that night. So they go back to his house after they try to burn the house on it. Doesn't get burnt down. He's saying you need to go. It could, so it could be that night. Yeah. Let me modify it. It could be that very night. And so the altercation that happened in the kitchen could have happened at midnight just shortly after they tried to burn the house down. And they look down the block and see, hey, it's not burned, dude. Go mm. finish your job. And he says, screw you. And who knows? Or, or maybe he's just like, oh, you know, I'll go get a, he he's goes to the bathroom or something like that. And that's the guy, grabs his briefcase, grabs his cell, his cell phone briefcase wallet, and is, is about to take off when Jack, fi- um, you know, discovers what's happening yeah. and they have that altercation in the kitchen. And then it's, it's not until the next morning he wakes up and tries to get a ride into the pharmacy because, again, he's carless at his house and walletless and briefcaseless, yeah. and his cell phone is also gone, too. He knows he's in trouble. His breakdown may have already been starting then because that would add a billion times yeah. to his stress I, level. I think his breakdown started right after he left his family in New York. and Well, was, you think that, but I, I, I think it started later. I think it started after he was robbed by the arsonist. <laughs> and, and, and you know, and, and again, my, that theory makes the timing actually fits with mine. You're surmising that. You have no idea. He shows that we have no reason to think that breakdown didn't start until later. 
We have nothing to say that. The, we only know it started. I, I, I would say it, it didn't. I, it's not even well, clear I mean, it started. It's only a couple days. So it, I mean, it, I'm not even clear. Yeah. yeah. It's not even clear it started in the pharmacy when he's looking. He was pretty rational in the pharmacy. The weirdness there is why are you looking for a ride into yeah. Wilmington? Not that he was acting strangely in the pharmacy the way he was acting strangely later at the parking garage. So I don't think the breakdown, I, you know, it was starting possibly. Yeah. But uh, it, it wasn't in full bloom, let's say. Correct. So that's my shot in the dark. That's my theory. Yeah, it's it, a good theory. Yeah, I think it's damn solid, damn it. I'm going to put it on Reddit. Oh, God. <laughs> it's more rational than 99% of what's there. True. What's your theory, Kira? I don't, I don't really have one, but I think it, it probably was some sort of mental health issue and that caused him to behave erratically and do strange things that don't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And he happened upon somebody who did him harm. See, see, the reason I don't like the just happened upon, any version of the just happened upon doesn't make sense for him to still have a watch and cash on yeah, his person. that's true. That's why what, what I'm saying makes perfect sense because he was killed by that guy consciously or knowingly are, are just beaten by that guy who had a connection to him already. He wants nothing to do with that with Jack Wheeler. He is not going to take his his. Or, or, he's not in the stealing mode. Although when, when they have that altercation at his house yeah. at, the, at the guy's house in Newark, he's not beating him to steal from him like a mugger would. He's beating him because they're having this this yeah. altercation. And then when he accidentally dies, he panics and puts his body in the dumpster. But, the last thing on his mind is taking his watch. But and, say and like cash. I said, he he happens upon a, a drug deal. Yeah. And you know things go bad. He it's, looks like a cop. Get him. It's late. Yeah. <laughs> Narc. Yeah. It's it's late. It's dark. He's wearing a big old hoodie. Mm-hmm. Big old hoodie. They, maybe they can't see his wrist. Maybe. And so maybe. But it, I don't it's know. dark. You know they beat him up, toss him in a dumpster. If they if, he, if they can't see him, they don't think cop. They just think guy passing by in a hoodie. They can't see him. Okay. They can't see his wrist. All right. To see his Rolex. I think that's... I, and also doesn't explain why they put him in the dumpster. Maybe really. you're overestimating the, these criminals. Maybe it's just yeah. a couple of teenagers. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's, it's probably possible. way Don't more mundane. Shit. It's probably not quite as... I, I mean... That's cool. And he... He's a high-end arsonist. Nothing... It, it, uh, see, the, uh, that's the other uh, fatal flaw with that. Any kind of a mugging theory, happenstance theory, is it doesn't explain his behavior beforehand. My, my no, that's theory the mental break. Yeah. I know, but my experience explains that mental breakdown. And also, but it His also explains the behavior. Get him, gets yeah. him if you remove us situation. explaining the mental break, he's, he's it already yeah. yes, but but it, it, it makes more sense if I, I provide a reason why he's not accepting of help and why he's being evasive, not just mental break. That's that's generic. It's possible, yeah. but I provide a much more specific and real and reason for it as opposed to just. Are you really arguing that you really believe that? I, what you're I absolutely is, believe what I'm saying. I, I believe hilarious. it's a very a very decent possibility. That's exactly Ladies what happened. I know, but you're as, as, ascribing criminal motives and behaviors to a man that has nobody. Yeah, you're oh, the man that was going to hack into uh, on the fact that website? he was going to do something like that. Yeah. That's not even confirmed. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not confirmed. So, but I'm not yeah. saying it's for sure. There I'm saying it's, it's a valid possibility. And it, it I, I would argue it fits the facts better than the happenstance murder because it explains his behavior prior to being wrong He's confirmed wrong time. bipolar diagnosis. Yeah, you diagnosis. don't have to. Not it's not all behaviors that make a lot of sense for people going through Yes, I still, like I still rather have an explanation than not have one. That's all. 
Well, sure. Just like yours better, just say that. But <laughs> I do like going <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. That's why it's just more mundane and boring. But yours is. Yes. Absolutely. And because I'm sure the likely. truth is also. Yeah, no, I, I think the truth is, is usually the exactly. more mundane yeah. answer. Uh, I just think mine is way yeah. cooler. And I wouldn't be ready to <laughs> say, you know, this man who seemingly led a pretty exemplary life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he did good things. He was well educated. He, you know, nobody ever said he was a shady guy or anything like that. So. No, no, that's true. But this is something he was incredibly I, passionate. I wouldn't was, be ready to say he's. I, I, he was very, very passionate about it. He was ready to hack into computers to, to get closer to his, his completing his mission, which mm-hmm. is to stop this house. You know, when people are that passionate about something, they might do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. I don't know. I think, you know, sitting in your home office, clickety-clacking on your laptop, sure, trying to sure. get into a construction company's <laughs> website is... A far cry from hiring an arsonist. And, Until you hire the arsonist, which and then and then traipsing so. about in the middle of the night to try to find that arsonist to get your stuff back. I mean, that's very that again. That explain. <laughs> that's weird because your generic. Well, he's having a breakdown. It, it can explain everything, but it explains everything without any specificity. Mine actually explains exactly why well, he course. went into town. Exactly why he's doing all. He's searching around and wandering around this town for the entire time. He, he he has a reason. He has a purpose. He has a mission. That's a much better explainer than just oh he was he's having a breakdown. That's an easy. That's a pat answer, <laughs> in my humble opinion. So okay, um, mine's better. <laughs> What's yours, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron, you got know. a shot in the dark. I don't know. I think yeah. I think he just had a mental breakdown. If he had a mental breakdown, do you think it's fugue state or like a bipolar you know reaction? Honestly. It could sound like he was just going through all this stress, all these things happened. Mm-hmm. Could have messed up his medication in combination yeah. with the stress can cause a lot. It, people underestimate the effect it has on you. Mm-hmm. And he obviously was under a lot of it. And it doesn't sound like he was the kind of person who took care of himself besides maybe taking medication. And so. Well, he had a therapist. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah I think he, he did. He had a therapist. He took so medication. And that line of work and all the stuff he was doing. Yeah, yeah that seems true. impossible. Yeah. The wife has said that he was religious about taking his meds. Yeah. yeah. He and never missed them. So the one time he does. Yeah. Some, uh, it's possible. It's possible. See, like, again, going back to my brilliant theory, is that <laughs> they both fit. It's, you know, he is having some form of a mental breakdown, absolutely, but it's mm-hmm. brought on by a specific stressor. Right. And the reason he's, yeah. he's refusing help and staying out there as long as he did in Wilmington is because he's trying to complete his mission. Yeah. That's my okay. theory. And in terms yeah. of the walking into the bad part of town, again, he knew Wilmington very well. Yeah. It seems like he'd, he'd know that's the bad part of town. He's walking into the bad part of town because that's... It, well, maybe the, the bad part of town he wandered into was in Newark. However, he got to Newark. He was killed in Newark, not Wilmington. Yes, I know. But yeah. he was last at Wilmington because he's trying he's still trying to find that guy. Sure. And that's either the last place he looked or he got a tip or whatever. Um, that's that's why he's last seen. And and the Newark thing. That also by the way explains how he got to Newark too. The arsonist drove. Arsonist had a car, had a smooth ride. He had a <laughs> Geo Metro blue. So What's his license plate? And, uh, um arson. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's that's the Jack Wheeler, Jack Wheeler. mystery. Wait, it is an amazing wait, mystery. Rachel, what she thinks. Oh, what do you think? I don't know about specifically arson. It would be 
unthinkable for me not to assume that the events of the smoke bombs and his house being trashed and then his death aren't connected. It's too much of a coincidence. As a matter of fact. So I don't think he was already having a break when he left. He left for shady reasons, whether it was the arson or something else. And probably got in over his head in something he wasn't prepared for because he was, you know, practically a Boy Scout. He didn't really do anything wrong. He was playing a dangerous game and he wasn't ready for it. He wasn't ready for it. Costing his life. You guys, we can tell who the writers are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but, but that, you that's know, all a good of point. that tips him over the <laughs> yeah. edge and causes a bipolar episode. Yeah. yeah, I don't necessarily think it was a mess up with his medication because, like his wife said, he was pretty religious yeah. with taking it. Yeah, maybe he missed one because of the events that transpired before. Yeah, but, and, and the trashed you know. house. They, they say, oh, he just had an episode and he trashed his house. Oh, maybe it was a struggle. I, it seems far more likely to me that there was a struggle mm-hmm. in that. The amount a, of a struggle damage. means a second like you, person, you, you so you have to find a reason pictures. for a second person to be there. And that's not something that doesn't fit like a bipolar episode that doesn't make any sense. Like someone who's manic might, I don't know, spend a lot of money, do risky things, be impulsive. They're not going to spill like, spice, knock, knock spices around because that's what happened in his kitchen. Yeah, just, no, they're yeah, not going to exactly. do that. Yeah, that doesn't make, exactly, that's that doesn't make any sense. That's, that's weird. They're not going to spill yeah. spice and, so that makes and the thing it was trash an the kitchen. It makes more sense that it was a fight. And the altercation, again, altercation means the second person was there, and you have to give me a reason for that second person to have been there. And the fact that he doesn't report, I was just, a, a person just broke in my house, and I had a fight with them, tells me he knows that person and has a reason yeah. not to tell the police that the, he knows the person um, and who the person was that was over there. Because it was the yeah. police. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Is it still an open case? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it boggles my mind that there's never even been like an arrest. Well, they don't even really well. like discuss. Um, but you know, sometimes you he- you hear these cases and they're pulling people in left and right to question yeah. them, and yeah, you know, they use any excuse they can think of. But really, it's just like from the beginning, they're like, we don't understand yeah. what he was doing. We don't understand yeah. what was going on and we don't know what happened to yeah. him. And, and my memory is the Newcastle police are the ones investigating. All they yeah. know is that his he was killed there. They have no, I mean, it's, it's a small police force. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised. Well, the FBI got involved. Oh, did they really? Yeah, okay. the FBI took, took on the case too. Yeah. So it got national attention. He yeah. was in the news for weeks. So that's what I mean though. It, it, again, there's another person involved, it looks like, that by the fact that they've never got any kind of a close suspect tells mm-hmm. you that one is the only other person involved in this thing. One and only one. Because mm-hmm. the more you have, the more likely someone's going to yeah. spill on somebody else. Yeah. So, where, you know, he meets this guy or approaches this guy to do an arson job. And who knows? Maybe the guy wasn't even a real arson. Yeah, man, he's talking a lot of shit. Maybe it was motherfucker Jones. And <laughs> he's talking a lot of shit. And he... And he, and he tries to burn a house down mm-hmm. with uh, with smoke bombs with smoke bombs yeah <laughs> not knowing what the hell he's doing and you know one thing leads to another yeah, yeah. that's I an like argument it. against the arsonist no it isn't way. no not at all 
It's an argument against no, someone who's like, not. Again, he's he's trying to he personally is trying to uh, to involve no one else and find someone to burn down a, a neighbor's house. He doesn't know how to do it. Uh, who, so who knows who he meets in that, and yeah. who knows who he brings it up with is a person who's again isn't exactly. It just could a have pro. been an amateur or <laughs> yeah. a professional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or it's like you know his handyman or something. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. he says, "You ever thought about burning a house down? Yeah, I can do it. How much?" Who knows? Yeah. Well, I hope someday it's solved just so we can prove you wrong. Oh, oh. wow. That's not very supportive. Well, I'm on Jack Wheeler's side. Oh, okay. I'm trying to defend Good him point. and his. He doesn't want to disparage. You know what? Character. I hope so too. He sounds like a yeah, stand up guy. Douche. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was got mad at those people for building a house to block his view. Oh, of that was kind of yeah. yeah. Bro, go to a walk down but to the fucking sidewalk like everybody else. Didn't it also have something to do with the fact that all the homes in the neighborhood were historic homes? Yeah, and, uh, and the way they were building yeah. that home was not out of character. Yeah, yeah. it was not in so, vain with the rest of the neighborhood yeah. style Still at all. Personal freedom. Mm, you're supposed to fight for this country, dumbass. Very ass. hot fuzz. <laughs> you're so not you wrong freedom to that. do what you want yeah. and what you like, but others don't? No. Because it, it messes with your vision. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. At least make it Georgian or colonial. That's all I yeah. ask. Yeah, no. Okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks, Rachel. That was a good one. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. <laughs> I know. So, Carrie. Dean. Hi. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> Tell them stuff. Okay. Oh, like the name of the podcast is Weird World Podcast. They probably know that already. You can hopefully find us at weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com and on Instagram and Facebook and Patreon and weirdworldpod on Twitter. Okay, I'll tweet when we do this. Upload it. And if you hear lots of booms and stuff and dogs barking, it's because it's... Fourth of July. Fourth of July. But, okay. It was hard to say <laughs> for some reason. No. I didn't want to say it. Didn't dates it. We date. might do this four months from now. So. Okay, yeah, well, it's kind of too late for that. The explosion. <laughs> Let's see if they can hear, Let's, if they can hear the explosions and then, left them in, then you're hearing this conversation yeah. now. And we recorded this on July 4th. Our doggy is scared on the landing because he doesn't like fireworks. Yeah. All right. See ya. Bye. Until next time. Thanks for listening. That was a long one. <laughs>